for 10 years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And over three decades of Rosie on the House. Uh, great big Saturday good morning to you all in our continuing broadcast of Rosie on the House. In our On the House Hour, 9 o'clock, we talk about something physically on the home, castle or cabin, or in the landscape, occasionally, we'll this, out to the backyard. This is, this is more than housing, home ownership 101. This is like when we really take you to the, the 200 and the 300 series classes. We take you in deeper into your education of home ownership. And to do that, we ought to bring in a specialty guest, tradesman, craftsman, uh, somebody that knows more about the topic than we do. We've got Dave Burns of Green ID in with us this morning. Welcome back to the program. It's been, uh, I don't know how long it's been, but I'm pretty sure your logo has changed a little bit since last time. (laughs) I haven't seen that before. (laughs) Yeah, we went to a a new logo, but um, same, same old stuff, yeah. Thanks. Embroidered nicely on your shirt. <laughs> Thank you. David owns Green ID, uh, which is one of our Rosie certified home energy audit and home comfort specialists. And we usually have Dave in about April to help you get ready for the expensive cooling months and the summer. But we thought, well, you know, home energy is just as important in the winter as it is in the summer now. So I want to start today's conversation, Dave, with one very simple question. In the law of thermodynamics, does heat follow cold or does cold follow heat? When I open the refrigerator door, does cold air come out or does warm air go in? So warm air goes in. It's it's hot to cold. Yeah. So if if you're uh, sitting in front of your window and, and you feel a draft, it's uh, not because the the window is is cold. It's uh, it's your heat of your body leaving and and going to that cold window. That's that's what you're feeling. Yeah. So it, it's always hot to cold. Your when your attics get super hot in the summertime, uh, it's it's hotter uh, in the attic and it's coming into the house. Um, and that kind of works against uh, what we all know is the stack effect. If you have a two-story home, heat rises, warm air rises, uh, or out of the chimney. Um, people think they lose a lot of air conditioning out of their chimney, but they're losing it in the wintertime when the heat is rising <laughs> out of that flu. Um, that's when you, you need to seal it off. Yeah. So wintertime uh, energy audits, uh, they're typically about the same as a, a summertime audit. We find a little bit better uh, temperature differential with the thermal camera because warm air does rise. So especially on the knee walls or the changes in ceiling height, we can see a a nice thermal camera difference with uh, the hot attic air, not hot, but the warmer attic air contrasting with the uh, cooler home. Uh, And what Dave's talking about is they bring equipment to your house and this camera mm -hmm. has x-ray vision. Mm -hmm. It It can see inside the wall. It sees the integrity of the insulation. It sees every single rib of the two by four or two by six studs. And you're looking at it thermally. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's reading the inside temperature of all those contents. It's it's really cool. Um, like uh, this week we were doing an energy audit on a, 
a home where the bills were were like four hundred bucks on a thousand square foot house. Ooh, yeah. Ouch. And Say that again. Four hundred dollars on a thousand square foot house, which generally, and it's it's changed a little bit, but for many years we always said about a uh, hundred bucks per per thousand square feet. So they're that's right. Four three times over what they're. Oh yeah, yeah, and. <laughs> And it was uh, what we found with the thermal camera. It was uh, there was a a slab leak of hot water under their island and uh, going up into the dishwasher and the sink, and uh, that whole island was was hot on the thermal camera, and uh, we suspect it was a leak in the in the water line, uh, the hot water line, uh, which was all electric house um, that was causing their spike in their bills because uh, we did the normal. Uh, measurements of duct leakage and room pressures, static pressure, everything was great. And so uh, that that was a smoking gun. Golly, they had a heater running 24 hours a day Yes, under the slab of their kitchen island while they're trying to air condition the house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, the floor was probably nice and warm when they woke up. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> and the fact that it was under the island, it probably wasn't as self-evident because mm-hmm. sometimes... Those can be right out in the middle of the floor, mm-hmm. and, and you can perceive it barefoot as you walk across the floor. But under the island, it may have been just enough to... Yeah, to hide it. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, those are the things that a whole house energy audit can uncover. It's the importance of looking at the whole house, not just looking at one thing. And uh, we do a lot of whole house energy audits on homes before we finish putting the remodel estimate together. Mm. Because while we're going to go in there and do some remodeling, why don't you let us take a look at your ductwork? Why don't you let us take a look at the integrity of your uh, return air plenum? At least do a cursory examination of the insulation of the part of the house we're not going to touch. Yes, yeah. And uh, when you're doing a remodel, there's a lot of opportunity to uh, do the ductwork better, uh, get better airflow, um, <clears throat> or even just list out best practices uh, if you're going to add a register, relocate a register uh, that you may not get a chance to do once that drywall goes back up and things become inaccessible. And we could kind of plan with the homeowner and, okay, we're going to take out this wall. Can we add another uh, register? Or do I need to add another vent? Can my air conditioning system handle it? Um, rather than... Uh, just kind of do it after the fact and then have us come in and say, well, gosh, I, I wish we did it. We would have done it this way. Yeah. Throw the whole system out of balance mm-hmm. by just adding that, oh, we can throw this 10-inch, you know, tributary duct in there and an 8 by 10 supply register and be all set. No yes. concern for balancing the rest of the system or the return air mm. flow of how that's going to get back to the unit. A lot of mistakes in that arena. Yeah, yeah. And and with the remodel, we get some chances that we don't often get with a, just a regular retrofit that has uh, the drywall is not coming out. We're not expanding the home. And so it's uh, it's nice to plan a little bit before um, the ductwork goes in in the remodel. And for those of you with just a home, as the cold weather sets in, it's a great opportunity just with your palm and a and a 30 minutes time, walk around your house and just put your hand by all the 
electrical receptacles and switch plates mm. that are on outside walls. Put your hand around the weather stripping and threshold of every door. Put your hand around every window. And, I mean, you can, you, it really starts shouting out at you that you're, you're fighting a lot of things. Yes, yeah. And, and those are all, they're small leaks, but they, they add up. And they can add up to a, a two-foot, uh, two-square-foot window open all the time uh, around all those electrical sockets, uh, windows and doors. And a lot of it is a good weekend project just to seal up uh, by putting socket sealers behind the uh, outlet plates or the light switches. Uh, we like to do the sealing up in the attic. So we'll move the insulation aside and seal uh, the gap at the top plate or the electrical penetration, plumbing vents, um, get air sealed uh, just with, with spray foam. Um, and if you're you're more ambitious, you could do that uh, by crawling around in the attic. But uh, starting just at the, the outlets inside the house is a good place to start. People ask me all the time, because insulation is cheap. Yeah. And, and it's easy. Uh, should I add more insulation to my attic? And I always ask them, have you done a whole house energy audit? Mm-hmm. They don't understand. Most people don't understand that virtually every hole they have in their ceiling, the junction boxes for the ceiling fan, the recessed mm-hmm. cans, the junction box for the exhaust fan in the bathroom. I mean, every one of those piercings of the ceiling mm. is, a, is a vacuum suck, <laughs> yeah. sucking your air conditioning air out of your house, whether you've heated it or cooled it. That's right, yeah. And uh, and every time you run the dryer, that's uh, that's a mini, uh, a, a, actually a pretty big fan. It sucks out 400 CFM of air every time the dryer's running, and it, it brings the air through all those penetrations in the ceiling and, and the walls. So um, it is a good place to start. Uh, out here in, in our climate, we don't get a whole lot of savings from, from air sealing, but it's a comfort factor. So yeah. it keeps the the cool air in in the summer, the warm air in the wintertime. Uh, and, and it's a good uh, do-it-yourself weekend project to tackle. Well, and it's a great way that you can increase, uh, once you've got the home sealed, you can do a better job monitoring the indoor air quality. Yes, yeah, that's right. Um, so if that's critical to, and, and it keeps the home cleaner, mm-hmm. uh, much more dust-free, lint-free, Yes, uh, pollen free. Uh, so you get you get the house sealed up. Uh, we can almost seal it too tight, but at least then you you're in a position you can control it. That's right. You want to seal it tight and then ventilate it right. And uh, homes like yeah. seal it tight and ventilate it right. <laughs> <laughs> Probably homes Catchy. built before uh, 2010. Um, could use a good air sealing. Uh, the newer homes that we're building, they're, they're air sealed uh, at the framing stage. And so they're, they tend to be a lot tighter, um, but the older homes can, can definitely use that. And at some point, even in a new home, you may have a serviceman working up in there mm. that's crawling around and could knock something loose. And or Uncle John, Uncle John, <laughs> putting in the sound around system in the living room ceiling. <laughs> we got to make sure you can hear the football game in the living room, in the kitchen, in the bedroom, every room of the house, so you don't miss a single minute. 
<laughs> of the broadcast. But uh, we're talking home performance. If you'd like to visit with David, you can join us at one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. Or if car buying's on your to do this weekend, I want to talk to y'all about buying a car. And I can tell you about Sanderson, Ford, and Glendale. Open six days a week, closed every Sunday so their employees can spend time with their families. I can tell you about the 64 acres of the fact that they've got the most beautiful inventory of new and used Fords in the whole state. I can tell you about their the number one Ford dealership in Arizona and America. But what I want to talk to you about in buying a car, Sanderson Ford is about relationships. You're going to actually develop a relationship with a man or woman that you're having show you this vehicle. And that relationship is for a lifetime. That's why they've been the number one Ford dealership in Arizona for as long as they have been. You want a relationship? You want a beautiful car? Get out to Sanderson Ford, 51st Avenue in Glendale. little listener appreciation compliments of our sister station at our flagship station at ktar this is arizona coyotes they host the la kings monday november 18th sweet level club access it says on the ticket that sounds pretty nice true or false this was in our newsletter that went out on thursday when hockey was played in its early days the puck was a frozen cow patty True or false? Text the answer to 411-923, and we'll pick a random right winner at the end of the programming segment and send you to watch the Coyotes take on the Kings a week from Monday. I'd have to use a lifeline to even guess at that. You know, I don't even know. I I have to go look at the answer. (laughs) We're here talking with David Burns of Green ID, Rosie Certified Home Energy Audit and Home Performance Specialist. And we were talking about the holes in our ceilings. They're, they're in virtually every room of the house. Recessed can lights, uh, bathroom exhaust fans, kitchen exhaust fans. Um, and about 10 years ago, I was visiting a friend of mine that owns a garage. And in the employee bathroom, he put a timer on the light and the exhaust fan, <laughs> six minutes. So his employees could never go in there and be involved in there for more than six minutes. Okay. And when I left his shop, I went to my home, and it was about noon, and, I, and it was the middle of the summer. And I walked in the house, and I was walking down the hall, and the hall bathroom fan was on. Mm. And it occurred to me, that whole bathroom fan has been on since someone left here at 7 o'clock this morning. Uh-huh. And that exhaust fan has been sucking out 125 CFM of air-conditioned air for about six hours. I said, that guy's a genius. I'm going to put timers on all my bathroom fans. And Ryan had just called in a few minutes ago, and he said, hey, here's a big tip. Get timers on your bathroom exhaust fans. Nice. And I, I, mean, I mean, you're sucking the air out you've already paid the money to condition it to your comfort level Mm -hmm. i know yeah (laughs) that's a pet peeve uh but uh 
I can't I can't fight with my wife too much. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but a timer is a great way to solve that. Yes. Oh yeah. And those exhaust fans, if if you just caulk around that drywall gap, if you pull down the the cover plate, uh, you can seal uh, probably a good size gap around the uh, the box. Um, and that's a connection into the attic. Between the box and the drywall edge itself mm-hmm. is always going to be varying between a quarter and a half inch, mm-hmm. you know, and that all needs to be filled and cleaned up tight. Y'all are, y'all are doing that with drywall tape and mud, or y'all generally do that with a good silicone caulk? Yeah, just caulking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, same thing around the, the registers for the air conditioners on the supply and uh, if you get ambitious on the return, but there's a drywall gap on, on those too between the boot and the, the drywall that, that can be caulked and sealed also. Uh, and if in talking about all the services you offer, um, someone wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do that, David? Our office number is 602-926-1650. And uh no one's in today, but if you leave us a message, we'll we'll get back to you on, on Monday. And a lot of times people contact our office because they want to know about our theory on supercooling and how can I get down to nine cents a kilowatt, mm. you know, on my electric bill. And one of the first questions I ask them, have you had an energy audit done? And it used to be everyone would say no. And now it's about 50-50. Well, the next question I've learned is, okay, who did your energy audit? Mm. Because I'll tell you what, for $99, um, some of, not all home energy audit companies are created equal. I've seen some terrible home energy (laughs) audits. Uh And I encourage people all the time, get us, for $100, get a second opinion. Mm -hmm. That's right, yeah. And uh, especially like uh, the solar companies or... um yeah, not all audits are, are the same, and we should be testing uh, with the thermal camera and uh, airflow measurements, uh, but but that gets overlooked, and, and it's a big part uh, of the equation along with just a utility bill analysis and seeing what rate plan you're on, uh, where you're using energy, what your baseload is, because um, there's kind of gold in just looking at the utility bill. Yeah, there is. Yeah, not necessarily doing any... Uh, uh, paid upgrades, but just switching your rate plan, uh, changing to super cooling, uh, you could save a lot of money. Well, every once in a while, when I get, let's just call it a hard-headed homeowner uh-huh. who's already made up his mind or her mind what the problem is, yeah. and I ask, do you have a home energy audit? If they say yes, I ask them to scan it to me, and I look it over. And I have actually, on many occasions, said, look, I'm going to pay for you to get a second opinion. Uh-huh. And we've called you. And most of the times, you don't know okay. that I'm putting you up in a second opinion scenario. Uh-huh. But then I get so much data from two people looking at it. Um, I go back to the homeowner. I say, now, you can either believe me or you can keep wasting money. How are we going to go in this conversation? It's completely up to you. Here with David Byrne of Green ID. And the answer is true. Before vulcanized black rubber or hockey pucks were frozen cow patties. (laughs) 
Everyone's a little fired up today. Absolutely. Well, we're getting lots of text questions. If you'd like to call and talk to David, you can give us a ring at one 767 We're talking preparing for the cooler months. We spend so much time preparing you for the hot months in March, April, May. Uh, we thought we'd bring David back in and say, okay, let's, let's get the homes ready for the cooler months. And you were talking about sealing that gap between the actual air conditioning register mm-hmm. and the drywall, as well as the gap between the exhaust fan and the bathroom. Once you take the cover off, there's a gap between the actual can of the fan and the edge of the sheetrock. Once you take the supply register off the ductwork, there's usually a pretty good gap between the ductwork and the edge of the sheetrock. Why is it so important to close up all of those little points? Well, just like you said, when you're running uh, the exhaust fan or uh, even your dryer, it's pulling air into the house, and it's pulling air in through the leakage points. And those are uh, the exhaust fan. All the drywall gaps uh, are are a big source. And so that could be pulling insulation into the house, and uh, losing uh, your conditioned air once it hits the register, it's a it's a source of duct leakage. Also, I've seen a house so tight that when we turn the kitchen exhaust hood, which is a large commercial, mm-hmm. and the pantry was right next to it with a gas water heater, it was actually reversing the flow of the gas exhaust. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's. Uh... Dangerous, and that was a newer home. Or? Yeah, uh huh. Wow. Yeah, usually I, I only see those in the, in the historic district where they have a, a gas water heater in the laundry room, and uh, and it's still yeah inside the house, and that's a real danger of sucking your uh, carbon monoxide back in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this it was a kitchen remodel. We did not do it. They were just asking us to for, for some advice, and uh, they had gone from like a three hundred cfm you know, hood mm. to like a 1400 CFM <laughs> hood with a commercial gas range and everything. Else. Nice. So, I mean, when you turn the thing on, it's like starting at 737. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> and I just started walking around with a smokestick. Mm, nice. And trying to see where where was the makeup air coming from. And it was coming down the backdraft of the gas yeah. water heater. Man, yeah. <laughs> And that's a great that's a great thing to, to kind of salute the, yourself on the weekends. Turn on all the exhaust fans, and and see where that smoke is coming in. Um, you could use an incense stick. An incense stick works perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think people would be surprised uh, just holding it around the outside receptacles on a wall, mm-hmm. the penetrations in the ceiling, and just see the drafts that are at all those different points. Oh yeah, with an incense stick. And an infrared pistol gun that you can buy for 30 bucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you can do a first-grade level check of your own home. Yes. Oh, yeah. That, that's for sure. And Because uh, you could re- really go in depth <laughs> and get, uh, and get you know, geeked out on, on where that air is coming in. And you don't see it. You don't see it unless you have the smoke stick and, yeah. and visually um, with the infrared camera. So that's a great suggestion. Now, if if... 
homeowners want to do it themselves with incense and an infrared knife, gun. That's one area. But if you want David to show up at your house with about $20,000 worth of specialized equipment Mm. and put a trained technician in your roof, in your attic, around your house, mount this equipment, come up with a full, complete written report, that's only going to cost you $99. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you do Why would you want to do it yourself? Yeah. How would they get a hold of you, David? Yeah, our office number is 602-926-1650. And folks, I can't tell you, encourage you enough, even if you've had a home energy audit, and I remember home energy audits kind of came into the industry, I want to say 10, 12 years ago is really when the utility companies started subsidizing it and became a a big industry. Mm -hmm. If you got an earlier home energy audit, seven, eight, nine, ten years ago, I would tell you, as far as pressure mapping and the technology that's become available, mm-hmm. it would be worth it to get an updated energy audit. Yes, yeah. If you look at the audits we did uh, when we started in 09, they're, they're much improved today um, from the different testing and, and the different trainings. Um, yeah, they have come uh, a good ways since 10 years ago. And how can you, how can you put a truck with all this expensive equipment and a man at a home for two to three to four hours and only charge ninety nine dollars? Well, we do the upgrades also, and so we'll present a report a couple of days after the audit, and it lets you know where you're good and where your home can use improvements. And in, in the improvement area, we do a lot of the improvements like air sealing, duct sealing, resizing ductwork or balancing the ductwork, um, insulation. Uh, and so we're a contracting company and we do the upgrades, but uh, it's all based on the numbers. So if the home comes out good, uh, we'll let you know that it's not a, uh, a sales call. And the great thing about the report is you can take a look at the low hanging fruit mm-hmm. and say, well, let's start here and do this and do that. Um, you have customers. I know a thousand of them, probably ten thousand of them, that reach out and say, "I've done this and this and this, and I've spent thirty thousand dollars, forty thousand dollars, trying to get my air conditioning bill down." I said, well, "How lo- how low do you want to get it?" <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. You, you can't squeeze too much. They just want to beat the man, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And you you can't unless unless you get solar on your home, um, and and there's only so much we could do in the attic, and so a lot of homeowners are, are chasing savings in the attic with attic fans or radiant barrier, and you're only getting ten to fifteen percent of your heat gain from the attic. Yeah, and so you know you can only get that much uh, savings from it, and at some point it's not worth pursuing any more upgrades. We're moving into that time of year where in much of Arizona. You won't have the air conditioning on, and you won't have the heat on. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a great example through October and November of what we call your base mm-hmm. energy consumption. Same thing you see in March and April. This is how much it takes to run the electricity in your house. That's the lights, the cooking, the water heater, the TV, the entertainment system, and everything else. And then when you see that 
spike hit you in July, the difference between your base and your peak is your air conditioning load. Yes, yeah. And people think, my air conditioning bill is so high. Well, it's only half of what your bill is. So don't let someone try and use your whole bill to justify a return on investment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Be careful on, on the savings promises. And if your your winter bills are, are high, then, then something else is going on uh, outside the air conditioner issues. Like uh, the pool pump is set to the wrong yeah. time. There's a, a recirc pump on a water heater that's on 24-7. Um, there's something else going on besides the air conditioner that's causing the high bills in the winter. And in the summertime... And, and then you got to do an assessment. Is it a dual energy home? Is it all electric? I mean, because mm-hmm. that establishes your attack on the problem. Yes. Your strategies. Yeah, that's right. Um, you know, if, if it's a, a gas house, then it, it takes out a lot of things on the equation um, that that we'd look for. Uh, but summertime, now it's getting more important to look at the rate plan that a homeowner's on. And if someone's home during the day, what time they come home from work, and if there's opportunity to super cool the house and um, take advantage of a Saver Choice Max plan rather than a Saver Choice and squeeze out some extra savings. Because APS is punishing all the homeowners for using a lot of energy during peak hours. Um, with and it's the trend in the whole industry. Yes. I oh, mean, yeah. that's, that's utility-wide. From PG&E in California to, yeah. <laughs> to New York City, all utility companies are trying to get us to stagger our consumption. So they, they, get, they have to build their power generating off of the peak demands they anticipate. Mm. Well, if we can shave the top 15% off the peak, we save having to build another power plant for a generation. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, one thing, if you have two air conditioners, uh, APS charges their demand every hour. And so you want to run, make sure both ACs don't run at the same time, have one run for a half hour, then the other one for a half hour, and you'll only be charged half a demand charge instead of a full demand. And uh, SRP is going the same way. Yeah. I, I think slowly they're building in that demand rate. Romy, what was that article you read in the paper? <laughs> I was just, uh, I, I didn't want to interrupt, but APS wants to install thermostats they could control. Okay. We've been telling people to super cool and run your, use your energy consumption and off peak. Well, APS is their new rate hike. In that, they're going to offer people to sign up for them to control their thermostat, and they're going to do the super cooling for you. Oh, nice. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to sit. I, 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 don't know. I don't know. I'd sign up for that no matter who my utility provider would be. But, but David, I, I can recruit you to help me educate people on in, proper energy consumption. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's what we do in the audit. I mean, the very first thing y'all address is what energy plan are you on? Mm-hmm. And when I when I talk to I'm blue in the face to get people <laughs> to get off the standard rate where they're paying 18, 19, 22 cents a kilowatt, uh, I said, I can get you to six if you'll just trust me. And there'll be people I'll talk to for three or four years and finally they'll give in and they'll say, man, do I feel fool. <laughs> do I feel like a fool? Well, it's so counter- you'll, help, you'll help me with that. David Byrne of Green ID. <laughs> and how, how would people get a hold of you to just kind of talk through their energy plan? Even APS 
says half of their customers are on the wrong plan. Mm. Yeah. They're paying too much money. Uh, yeah, I'm, ha- I'm happy to help. Uh, office number is 602-926-1650. And you can text to 411-923 or email info at rosyonthehouse.com. We monitored all those during the broadcast, email and phone all week long. Uh, the text is just during the broadcast only and not while you're driving. We've got one final segment here in our On the House Hour with David Burns of Green ID talking home performance and ma- maximizing your efficiency of your home, castle, or cabin. What do you think the home performance industry is going to look like in 50 years? With new building technology and building science? How much is that industry going to change as buildings change, it's going to be interesting to see and watch over, you know, the next next couple generations of building. Uh, and Romy, I, I was so excited, David, when the cities began to ask for duct integrity certifications mm-hmm. uh, as a part of the building process. You know, they were actually yeah. challenging us builders and saying, look, guys, we, we want to see the duct integrity test, the air test, the airflow test, air leakage results. Before we give you a final inspection. That's huge. It is. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and that's, and that's just one of the things that have grown out of the home energy audit. So what is it going to look like in 10 or 15 years? Mm. But if you want to know what it's going to look like today, you can call Dave at Green ID. You gonna you gonna throw out a rosy offer out there today for us? Yes, yeah. Uh, so audit normally costs ninety nine dollars, and we'll bring a fifty dollar Visa card out when we come uh, for today only. So if they call our office at six zero two nine two six one six five zero, we'll schedule an appointment, bring a fifty dollar Visa card when we come back to go over the report. If if they call you today, that offer's good. Mm-hmm. Not if you get out to their house today. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Well, Will they leave a message, folks, David, or somebody's? I, I don't know what by. else I could say. We've taken it down from $99 to $40. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, if you could leave a message, please. Sure, yeah. sure. Hey, David, Carlos called earlier and couldn't hold, which is, you know, all our people are out and about at festivals today enjoying the outdoors. Yes. Um, so he, Carlos had, has a really dusty house. Mm-hmm. And his suspicion is it's coming through the duct work and it's the insulation. Does that make sense? Like it's being sucked into the home? Yeah, it's a common common problem and it's not always the duct leakage. So when we do the duct pressure test, we'll, we'll measure the leakage on each register. And and sometimes one, one Y or offshoot is, is leaking, uh, like to the uh, bathroom. Uh, other times it's a, a leaky dryer vent that uh, is pouring out lint. Um, and other times it's it's the air leakage of the house. So it's it's really uh, case by case for dusty uh, dust in the house. Um, because and I'll bet you a hundred dollars right now mm-hmm. that one in ten air conditioning return airs that you see are sucking air from the attic. Oh yeah, at least one. At least one in ten, right? Yes, yeah, and that's a that's a huge source of uh, leakage. They're all too small, mm-hmm. and. They create excess pressure, so they're sucking air from every place they possibly can. And if that's up a wall cavity into the open attic, mm-hmm. that's exactly where the makeup air is going to come from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, 
they call the Phoenix they call Phoenix the land of no return because <laughs> the returns are too small and and we don't have enough of them uh, and you go in another uh, state and and they have returns in every room two text questions I have for you real quick uh, SRP customer three people living at home during the day wants to know if super cooling works that way say so, well yeah, it works no matter how many people are there, and it makes being at home that much more enjoyable, too. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, if, if you uh, get your house to 70 degrees uh, before 2 p.m. or 3 p.m., then um, then turn the thermostat up uh, until 84. Um, if your home's well-insulated, well-sealed, you won't really notice a, a temperature discomfort, and you could ride it out without your AC ever coming on. Uh, so it's it's absolutely possible, but you have to stick with the plan. In my old home, it was an Integra block. Nice. So you've got the masonry. Um, it's shaped like an H instead of an 8, so there's less thermal bridging. Mm. It's foam-filled. Um, and then I put extended patio on it, so the walls hardly got any sunlight. And it was when it was still— oh, that, that was a great house. Eight to— uh, it was before it went to eight o'clock. What 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 was it, like noon to seven? They were nine to nine for a little while. They, you know they've tried different plans. Yeah, well I think it was noon to seven was on yes, peak yeah. or or ten. But whatever the case, till seven o'clock there there would be times that it wouldn't even kick back on. I turned it down to sixty eight degrees, got it super cold, mm-hmm. and then would have it kick back on at seventy eight degrees. And that whole time span, there would be the house is just asleep. Yeah, it's just it, not it, using any energy. It's, it's like sleep. Are we, it's like a, a an igloo cooler. Nothing wrong with igloo, mm-hmm. but then if you upgraded to like a canyon cooler that's got that much more yeah. insulation in it, and you put a block ice in it, that ice just stays colder longer. Same thing with a well insulated and efficient home. Get it super cold, then during the on peak when it's high, you don't use electricity, and that's that's super cooling. Next text question. <clears throat> very interesting one this person's had two energy audits done and you guys were talking earlier yes, about good. how they're not all created equal and two almost polar opposite results so in that case i think i would recommend a third one <laughs> yeah. but what their question is as they said with our solar we're currently trending 600 negative on our electric bills nice. is there a point to make an improvement for comfort yeah, not for efficiency-wise, but if there's uh, comfort issues in the house and just the fact that you could be wasting a lot of energy, even with solar and uh, a zero bill, um, that, w- that would eat at me if I, if I knew I was wasting air in the attic or uh, there was some low-hanging fruit to uh, make my solar that much better. Very good. Well, David, I can't thank you enough for coming in today. Like I say, we usually recruit you to come in the springtime to help people prepare for the high bill summers. But I really thought it was important to bring you in to also know and make people aware you need to be ready for the the heating months as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, and we enjoy the attics much more in the wintertime (laughs) than in the summer. So Green ID is offering home energy audits. For $40 if you call this number today. What's the number? 602-926-1650. All right. David, 
Thanks a million. Appreciate it. Y'all stay tuned. We've got another hour of Rosie on Now to answer any question you might have about home maintenance, repair, or remodeling.